Hey everyone, God bless you. Thank you again so much for tuning in here to Hope Ministries. I am your podcast host, Kenny. If you've been listening to me uh, in, in every single episode, if you're a subscriber, again, welcome back here and I hope this episode helps you out. And if you're listening to me for the first time, I welcome you here with arms wide open. And I also encourage you to, to go out there and live your wildest dreams, to tap into that part of you that you know is creative, but you haven't really put in or invested the time in there and developing in. So listen, go out there, step out in faith and watch God do the rest of the work. Um, before I get into today's episode and topic, I want to give a shout out to AB. Um, AB man, congratulations. You got picked up by iTunes and by Pocket Cast. And this is a young guy who's just going after it right now, who saw me doing it and hopped on and said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go out there and give my own my own uh, taste to, uh, to it. And uh, again, his is called Life Through a Different Lens. And uh, it's really inspiring. He's already he's, he has a recent podcast up there with his apostle Carlos Luis Vargas, who's again a very inspirational, very wise man. So if you have time, go check that out. Again, I love what you're doing, man, and just keep moving up. So today's topic, I, I want to talk about something, and it's basically the Christian life. Um, and it was never meant to be easy. Um, how many of you guys out there listening to this podcast understand that phrase when I say that the Christian life was never meant to be easy? I feel like right now the reason why I'm making this episode is because many believers um, have this notion that we're supposed to live like, again, there's going to be bumps in the road. We're going to have ro- like a roller coaster kind of thing happening like everybody else. But for the main part, we have a God which makes everything easy for us. He takes our burdens, right? He takes away our anguish, our anxieties, which is true. He takes these things from us. But as far as the hard, we're talking about advancing the gospel. So I believe a lot of Christians have emphasized um, a lot of their worries more towards the spectrum of their personal life. So basically what I'm trying to say is this, is many Christians are so invested in fighting for their own personal advancement rather than helping others be advanced more towards the gospel. So what, what am I saying here? Um, a Christian life is hard It only becomes hard when you really try to take the gospel, the word of God, and bring it outside of the barrier, outside the home, into the streets, into the delis, into stores, into department stores, wherever you may go, into the gym. When you start spreading the gospel, you know, that's when you're going to see a lot of opposition. And if you guys heard my last episode, you know, I had to go to a home where Laura's family was at, and I had to basically correct uh, the person there with the true gospel and speak about it in, in a way which I had knowledge about it, but also revelation on it. And uh, I just feel like right now, many believers uh, are just, they're, they're emphasizing a lot of their own personal struggles. They, they get sick or they, they're broke or, or um, they get rejected or they get hurt. And again, they, they make it all about themselves and they victimize themselves. But the Christian life was never meant to be easy. And it was funny today, I was watching this movie. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It came out in 1992. So it's a pretty old movie, but it's a great, it's a classic. And it's called A League of Their Own, which is based on when... Um, you, you, America went over to, to fight the, the, the world war and they started up a league uh, of women to play baseball in place of the men. And uh, one of the main characters, a catcher who happens to be the uh, the sister of another main character, um, you know, her name is Dottie. And she gets to this point where she's just kind of fed up because her sister is looking at her like she's just this, 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 uh, this idol that she can never overcome. And the team is putting all this pressure on her. And then her husband comes back from the war. You know, she feels like she's being tugged and pulled all over the place. And she decides to kind of secretly leave. And in this moment, the head coach, which is played by Tom Hanks, which is amazing, he walks up to her and says, hey, where are you going? What's going on over here? And she admits that. She says, you know what? It's hard. I just can't do this. 
And Tom Hanks responds to her by saying, of course it's hard. If it wasn't hard, if it were easy, then everyone would do it. And, you know, this is kind of a quote that basically I feel like uh, it corresponds to so many things. But, you know, have you ever seen somebody who makes so much money, maybe an athlete, maybe a celebrity, uh, maybe somebody, an entrepreneur, and, and you look at them and say, you know, wow, I, I wish I could have made that idea. I wish I could have, you know, done that and made that much money. But I don't think you realize how much hard work goes into that. And if you look at that, a Christian, a believer right now who, who's putting in the work, who maybe is writing books, maybe is, is growing churches, maybe is um, is, is restoring relationships, maybe right now is, is forming more a lot of houses of peace, uh, maybe uh, their prayer life is consistent, and you look at them and say, I wish I could be like them, and the reality is that that's what your Christian life was meant to be. If you believe your Christian life was meant to be just day to day or pray every now and then or read the Bible, I mean, I think that's a confusion, and we're going to get into some, some scriptures, but again, I want to stay here for a second because um, if it were easy, everyone would do it. And this has a lot to do with, with what Jesus says in the Word. He says this a lot of times in His Word. And, and I'm going to just start off right here in John 16, I'm going to read the Amplified Version, which, again, it's a version where basically helps people understand more of what's being said in the context of the Word. But again, if you're going to read the Bible for yourself, please read if you're new at NIV. King James is a good version as well. It's a great version as well, too. But uh, the Amplified here is just kind of for my teaching. And it says here in John 16, it says, I have told you, these things so that in me you may have perfect peace you know just to stop there real quick um i think sometimes we confuse peace which is tranquility quietness with the perfect peace of jesus um a momentary uh, a momentary peace maybe sometimes you're going through a struggle and you kind of find that momentary peace or therapy maybe you're going through a tough time you go to the gym and you work it out maybe you get a massage i don't know maybe you get a pedicure i don't, I don't know what you do to get that momentary peace but the perfect peace of the lord is a peace that goes with you during the storm and that's what a, a true christian looks for not a peace that gets you out of the storm but a peace that goes with you through the storm and then he continues to say that in the world you have tribulation, distress, and suffering, but be courageous or be confident, be undaunted, and be filled with joy. Now, when you hear the words tribulation, distress, and suffering, it's very hard to compare it to be confident, undaunted, and filled with joy. But this is what it, this is this is something that happens in a Christian's life where you have to understand that you're going to face trials, you're going to face things in your life, you're going to face unexpected injuries, you're going to you're going to face um, all of a sudden a, a financial debacle. You're going to face sometimes a relationship deteriorating. You're going to face everything else that people face in this world. But remember, you have the perfect peace. So it says, take joy. But why should we take joy? Because it says here, I have overcome the world. So take joy because I've overcome the world. And it says, my conquest is accomplished and my victory is abiding. So Jesus here in this verse in John 16, is telling us, you know, take heart. I know the world is full of full of wickedness and full of sin, but I've overcome the world. And if you really believe in me in, 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 in the sense of Lord and Savior, not just Savior, because many Christians want just God, Jesus, Jesus Christ as Savior, but not as Lord. If I'm your Lord and Savior, you know that I've overcome the world. And if you live with me and I live inside of you, don't worry about it. I'm with you and I've overcome the world. Just trust me and be joyful. Um, we see this also in a different part of the Bible in the Word. It says here in the book of Acts uh, 14, 22, and, 20, and 21, Apostle Paul and Barnabas are actually encouraging and strengthening the disciples to remain in the faith by saying this, We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. 
I mean, hearing that out loud, again, many Christians probably don't read these verses quite often. We want to read the verses that make us feel good in the moment, the verses that kind of give us inspiration and encouragement as far as the faith side of things, but not so much wanting to hear the end verse when it says that we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. But the question is why? Why do we have to go through this? Why can't we just kind of like live our lives and, and listen to the music we want to listen to and party and, and eat what we want to eat and say what we want to say? Um, why can't we just do that? Well, the reality is that um, when when you are with Jesus, the word says that uh, Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. He says that you must be born again of the of the Spirit to enter the kingdom of God. For uh, no flesh, no no blood can no, no no flesh can enter the kingdom of God, but only a spirit. And when you have a rebirth in your spirit, there's a rebirth in everything, in the way you think, the way you speak, the way you communicate, the way uh, you uh, go about your daily activities, and all this begins to change. So the word says also in Romans 12 too, that, you know, not to conform to the patterns of this world, um, thus you may understand the perfect and pleasing will of the Father. You you personally get to understand that. So these two verses together, I mean, again, again, it's just, you know, you, ha- you have to understand... Um, that in this moment, to the, the, to enter the kingdom of God, you have to have a rebirth of everything in your life. And then Jesus, furthermore, he, he verifies this when he says that um, the kingdom of God, it suffers violence. And it is the radical, the violent men who seize it. it is, are, it's the people that understand that I must surrender my life, pick up my cross. I must preach the gospel. I must do the will of the Father. I must listen to what he does, he, he tells me, and not to receive the, the conspiracies and, and, and the news of what the world wants to tell us, but to believe in the promise of God, which is always yes when he says it to us. And then furthermore, he says that the path, the path of life is narrow and only few find it. So this is emphasizing again that it is not supposed to be an easy life. You're not supposed to walk through it and breeze by it and then, you know, just kind of in the end going to heaven and ascend. No, you're supposed to leave a, a legacy here. You are an ambassador. You're supposed to be preaching the gospel through your deeds, through your work, through your mouth, through whatever it may be, you must be have giving an active testimony, a daily active testimony that inspires others to know Christ. And, um, you know, I, I just feel like everyone before us in the word and even after us and, and during this moment are suffering. And, and if you look at the lives of David, of Moses, of, 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 of Daniel, I mean, Daniel got thrown into a lion's den because he was praying. David, you know, how to go fight armies and then come back and play a lyre and a harp while getting spears thrown at his head. Uh, Joseph was thrown into a prison cell. Um, for no reason, basically. Moses had to walk around the desert for 40 years with a rebellious nation. And we saw these things, but why? And the fact of the matter is that God chose us not to be Christians, not to be a religion, but to be a royal priesthood, to be a selected people who walk with him, who go out into the world and help the non-believers get to understand the heart of the Father, to be a spokesman, to be a stethoscope, like I, like I spoke about one of my episodes, to let people know the heart, what the Father thinks about them, and what, uh, what should be said to them them um, via the gospel of Jesus Christ. So today, you know, again, um, it just, th- this really hit home with me because recently uh, uh, on Monday I was playing soccer and after soccer at night around 1030, I finished, I felt kind of tired. I felt kind of woozy and um, I, I kind of ignored it because usually, you know, I, I didn't play soccer for four, four or five months. So it made sense. But then um, on Tuesday, I felt kind of tired and I took uh, Nicole 
out to go um, to go to orientation at a SUNY Farmingdale, the, the college that I graduated from. And then from there, my brother hits me up to go to get med tickets for free. I mean, the whole day I was running on adrenaline. I didn't drink any water those two days. And then it turns out that around uh, 6.30 p.m., I started getting dizzy. My, my blood pressure shot up. And, and it was pretty bad. And I actually went to urgent care. Turns out I was very dehydrated and I was fighting also some uh, food bacteria. So, uh, you know, I, I went to, from, from Tuesday till today. I've been battling that. I had a fever. I had some pain in my kidneys. I had the, heart, the blood pressure, complete body ache. I was weak. I've been tired. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Lord, you know, you, I've been called to your gospel. I'm supposed to be healthy. I'm supposed to be good to go. I'm supposed to go out there and, and bring, the, you know, bring the fire, right? But the fact of the matter is, you know, um, we, we don't we shouldn't take these things lightly. We shouldn't look at our processes. We shouldn't look at uh, uh, at our um, our moments of, of struggle or tribulation as a moment of frustration. Rather, we should be joyous. We should uh, be confident that God is paving us. He's molding us and maturing us to be more confident sons and daughters of His kingdom. The Word says in Second Timothy. Um, chapter two, it says that, you know, endure hardship like a good soldier of Christ Jesus, you know, um, endure it because, yeah, and just listen, you know, a good soldier is emphasizing more what his commanding officer is saying, not so much what uh, civilian affairs are, 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 are you know, are, are experiencing. So, you know, for everyone listening to this podcast, I want to emphasize that more and more. Again, I know you're probably going through a rough patch in your life. I know you've been probably going through many seasons where it hasn't been maybe beneficial, but I want to tell you this. It is for a reason. And if you believe in Jesus right now, if you believe in God, then his promise for you and over your life, um, know something that in the end, regardless of how hard your life was, if you believe in him, you will have eternal life. And to me, that's greater than 60, 50, 70, 80, 90 years in this world. If you have eternal life, I mean, you can't compare that to 90 years because eternity is just not be related to anything here on earth. So maybe you've been through a lot right now. Maybe you've been through so much. Your plate has been just filled with so many things. But um, if it were hard, everyone would do it. If, 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 I'm sorry, if it were easy, everyone would do it. And um, I think just based off that last quote too, I want to say that um, just because you go to church, just because you read the Bible sometimes, just because you call yourself Christian or you listen to Christian rap or Christian worship, um, doesn't mean that you are truly living the will of the Father. Um, I think the more and more you suffer oppression, you suffer opposition, you suffer um, just a counterpart from Satan, it, that, that's more and more evidence and fruit that you are walking with the Lord. So, you know, today, if you really want to take a step out there in faith and really start living your life to the fullest with God, uh, I will say this, you're going to face hardships, you're going to face many oppositions, but let me tell you something, um, the blessings are going to be there, the provisions are going to be there, the heart's going to be there, the, the strength, the spirit, all going to be there because the more and more you go out in faith, the more and more you're stepping into a relationship with God. So I thank you so much, guys, for tuning into this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I encourage you guys to go out there, man, to go out there and, and live the life that God has told you to live. Um, it won't be always um, considered to be... Um, easy and smooth according to the way we look at things. But let me tell you something. If your life is hard, if your life is meant to live a tough family or a tough relationship or, or, or a, just a tough situation where you're living at right now, trust me, there is a 
a beautiful eternal prize, a crown of righteousness waiting for you in the end. And you're being poured out like an offering here for other people to understand who Jesus Christ is. But in the end, leave the legacy of salvation to all around you. Preach the cross of, of Calvary. Preach salvation. Preach the gospel and covenant of grace and truth. And uh, again, the only righteous are declared... Um, uh, are declared. Um, I'm sorry. You, you are de- your faith is declared. Is declared your righteousness. So use that right now as an inspiration to move forward. And I thank you guys so much for tuning in again to Hope Ministries. Please leave your feedback. Please leave any ratings so I can really help mold this station to be better for my listeners. I love you guys. God bless you. And have a great day.